this is Sophie Lawson from sophielawson.com and this is episode 27 of the So Free Art podcast which is a little podcast I do each week about art and things and this one I think is going to be a very little one so I'm just going to talk about how I realised that I want to move on from realistic pencil drawings um, at least for the moment um, but I'm going to talk about like some of the things I've been thinking about why that was why that was a bit of a struggle so that's the topic and um, the little art tip of the week is going to be about digital painting and how to overcome eye strain and I've got another little bit about lucid dreaming at the end and I think that is it oh there was something else um, I'm still waking up early and it's still going really well but I, I did notice something this week which is that stuff just takes a lot longer than you think and this reminded me of that quote from Lee Hammond when she said how when you're drawing hair when you're trying to do re- realistic hair she said when you think you're finished you're not even halfway there in other words doing realistic hair is going to take a lot longer than you think so that's the main lesson I've learned this week about waking up early um, I'm still really enjoying it and I think it is it's definitely something I'm going to keep doing now I think because I'm just getting so much stuff stuff done um, and that's quite exciting so if we jump into this week's topic what it is is when I started drawing my whole desire and motivation was to create my own characters but as I started learning how to draw I found myself going down this realistic pencil route And before I knew it, I sort of, I just focused on um, trying to do realistic pencil drawings instead of doing these characters or trying to work out how to design characters. So for a few years, I did nothing but realistic pencil drawings. And I got into this place where even though I knew that wasn't what I wanted to be doing forever, I started feeling, and I really felt it the last year or two, I felt like I had to keep doing it, even though I didn't necessarily want to, or I didn't have the same desire, I felt like I had to keep doing it, because that's that's what I'd always done, um, and I guess there was a, f- a little bit of a fear there of, like, what if I change what I'm doing and people don't like it or something, which is a bit silly, but that's, I think that's sort of what I was thinking, but every year I've gone into an art exhibition this is that's with the art class that I'm a member of, the life drawing class. They have a yearly exhibition, and every year I've put my pencil drawings in since 2015. And when what I normally do is, the month before the exhibition, I will plan to do a new realistic pencil drawing, and I've always really enjoyed doing that. But I've noticed that the last couple of years, that's really been the only pencil drawing I've done. And that was because I felt like I, I needed one, a new one for the exhibition. So this year it was going to be the same. And I thought I'd picked a really good image. It was of, it's like a chipmunk with his hands in the air, like a victory pose. I sketched it out and it was really fun. And I thought this, is, this could be a really good drawing. But as the time went on, it started to feel a bit like I was almost trying to force myself to do it. Like, it it wasn't as fun. Like, when I'm thinking about doing a little Sophie sketch or an affirmation, like a drawing of Lil Sophie, I get really excited and I can't wait to do it. But 
with this pencil drawing, it started to feel a bit like, I don't know, I just, I just didn't want to do it really. And I, and then I thought to myself, why are you even putting art into this exhibition with your realistic pencil drawings when that's not what you're ultimately going to be doing and it's not what you want to be doing. And I thought, just because I've always done that doesn't mean I have to keep doing it. And so this year is going to be the first year where I don't put my pencil drawings into the exhibition. But also this exhibition is more of a like a traditional drawing and painting. So I don't feel like my digital paintings would fit into that. So I've decided to not do the exhibition this year. And what's really funny is during the week, I bumped into Dave Crocker. He's an amazing um, artist. I'll link to him in the show notes at sophielawson.com. And um, we were talking and then I said about how I feel like I'm moving more towards digital painting and further away from realistic pencil drawings. He basically turned around and said that that is actually just part of the process. And he talked about how when he was like a child, he used to ride a bicycle. And because he was riding that bicycle, it doesn't mean he rides a bicycle anymore, but he needed to ride that bicycle in order to learn how to drive and I've probably not said that very well but the way he explained that it was really nice because I sort of thought yeah everything in life is just a chapter and it's almost like everything is just a stepping stone to get you to wherever you want to be so and like because I'm not doing or because I don't want to be focused on realistic pencil drawings at the moment it doesn't mean I won't go back to it in the future because that's something else I've noticed is that um, things in life, they have a habit of going in a circle. <laughs> so you might stop doing something thinking you're never going to do it again. But somehow it will find a way back in. And what Dave Crocker also said, which I really liked, was he said, even if you never did go back to those realistic pencil drawings, they were still very important. And it's like those realistic pencil drawings will shape whatever you do moving forward. So it's almost like everything you're doing is just all going to come together. And so that's how everyone is going to be unique, I guess. That's how every single artist is unique. Because everything they're doing is all like coming together. So I really liked that. And I just thought it was amazing how I randomly bumped into him. And he said that, which just synced up with what I was feeling. And he's done that before. He's, I remember in 2016, I was struggling, thinking, because I, I, I felt like I wanted to give up. And again, he said, this happens to everybody. But he said, most artists don't talk about it because they think they think that nobody else is going through it. But he says, everybody goes through phases where they, they feel like they want to quit. Um, but he said, the best thing to do is to just stop it. Stop trying to... Um, like force the art back into your life he said just let it go and it will come back naturally and that's exactly what happened a, a few months later it just came back and so like inst- he said what he said was he said if you try to force the art back in when you're not feeling it he said you'll end up not enjoying it and you'll end up making it even worse so he said the best thing to do is just forget forget about it do something else and he said it will come it will find a way back in so he's always had this amazing advice um and he's just he is one of the most inspirational people i've ever met and 
so just bumping into him it was like I was so happy and I do feel like when you're when you don't enjoy what you're doing somehow it finds a way into the art and you can almost tell that like when the person is enjoying what they're doing somehow that comes out in the art I've noticed that but I'm still going to be doing realistic pencil drawings this year but what I'm going to be doing is focusing on these little two inch squared ones which are called um, Lee Hammond she came up with this exercise called segment drawings and what it is is you can you can do a little tiny pencil drawing a really realistic highly detailed uh, pencil drawing in about an hour so it's just a good way to practice the skills without having to invest in it and I really do enjoy doing them it's just the thought of doing a big epic like 20 hour realistic pencil drawing it just doesn't excite me at the moment so I so I think the good thing about these segment drawings which I'm now calling mini drawings um, the good thing about those mini drawings is you can still practice the skills but you can do it without having to invest a load of time so that's basically where I'm at at the moment with all of that stuff and this sort of ties in with October because next month is going to be Inktober which is it's like a challenge that's been on every year and I've never taken part in it because I've always been doing realistic pencil drawings so what it is is every day for the whole of October you do a drawing which can either be a digital ink or a traditional ink and I'm going to do 31 days of Lil Sophie's and turn them into affirmations which is a new thing I've just added to the site which is like Lil Sophie affirmations so I do like a little drawing of Lil Sophie with one of my favourite affirmations um, and affirmations are just like really inspiring things that you tell yourself every day and the more you repeat them the more you start to believe them and it actually can change your like mindset so one of them as an example is I am in control of my thoughts so if you keep saying I'm in control of my thoughts if a negative thought pops into your head if you keep saying I'm in control of my thoughts sooner or later it takes a while you have to keep doing this every day but in about three three weeks or something you'll notice that the negative thought will pop in your head and instead of it taking control of you you'll find yourself saying without even thinking about it I'm in control of my thoughts and then the next thing that negative thought will just pop away so like affirmations have been really powerful for me especially allowing me to do my like transition to become Sophie and so I just thought it was a really nice thing to team up my little Sophie characters which is all about expression and like gestures in the body um, and teaming that up with these affirmations I feel like it's quite it could be quite nice so and again I think Inktober this year is going to be perfect timing to play around with that and that's the key I think is I want it to be playful which is something I had noticed wasn't going to be in doing a realistic pencil drawing it wasn't going to be as playful so that's where I'm at at the moment and like the whole of October is just going to be spent sketching Lil Sophie with inks and I'm going to be doing that digitally on the computer which actually ties in to this week's Lil Art Tip which is about digital painting 
and overcoming eye strain and headaches, which is something I suffered from last year when I first started um, learning how to do digital painting. And the little art tip is to invest in some computer glasses because I actually nearly quit um, learning how to do digital painting because my eye strain got so bad that it was it was just painful and I thought that maybe digital painting isn't for me and I tried so many things I tried there's this piece of software on the computer that um, called flux and what it does is it, it um, lowers the screen colors it makes them warmer which is um, like kinder on your eyes but that wasn't um, good enough for me then I started looking into what was what I could possibly do and I I found out about these things called computer glasses which I'd never heard of before and I'm wearing them now and they're only like the, the pair I've got are only they're only like about 10 pounds on Amazon so they're very cheap and all you do is you put them on and it does the same thing as that flux software it it makes everything like have a yellow tint which for some reason I don't know why when I'm working on a computer now I can sit there for hours like drawing and my eyes it doesn't hurt my eyes at all so these are the best things I ever bought um, and I don't know why but it works a lot better for me than that piece of software called flux so this week's little art tip is to invest in a pair of computer glasses if you're working on a computer doing digital painting <laughs> oh and they're sexy too these glasses I've got are really sexy so they're not it's not as if you're wearing these ugly glasses they're really nice um, so that's this week's little art tip I was going to quickly talk about a lucid dream I had last night and I've started doing something called wake back to bed which is a technique I've I've um, learned about on YouTube there's a video from Dreamviews podcast um, if you type in Dreamviews podcast you'll find a load of podcasts um, about lucid dreaming with like tips and advice and one of them was wake back to bed which is what you do is you go to sleep and then after about six hours or so you wake yourself up and then you stay up for like 10-30 minutes to a couple of hours and then you go back to bed and for some reason it's a lot easier to become lucid so I tried doing that for the first time really last night well I've tried it because I actually wake up a lot I just naturally wake up which I always thought was a bad thing but now that I'm doing this lucid dreaming it's become one of the best things because it means I'm popping in and out of dreams all the time which is I see it now as a benefit but um, last night was the first time I ever woke up and purposely had the idea of um, staying awake and then going back to sleep and what ended up happening was I had three lucid dreams in the space of two hours so I'd set myself this goal of finding a mirror in a dream in a lucid dream and looking in the mirror so I found this mirror what ended up happening was I I was trying to look in this mirror and I realized somebody was pushing me as if they were stopping me from looking in the mirror and I turned around and realized that I had a doppelganger in the dream 
who I almost want to say is like, it felt like it was this doppelganger felt like a, a visual representation of my negative beliefs trying to stop me from doing what I wanted to do. And this doppelganger was just forcing me away from the mirror and it, it wouldn't let me look in the mirror. And But I became so determined to look in this mirror that I somehow pushed this doppelganger aside. And when I looked in the mirror, um, my eyes were like pure black eyes. It almost like looks like pin, pin eyes. It's really weird. And at first that used to scare me. And that's what actually triggered my first ever lucid dream was looking at myself in a mirror in a normal dream. So it, it doesn't scare me anymore because I've... I kind of I've got used to it but what ended up happening was I realized that I'd pushed this like double doppelganger aside which almost made me feel like I had overcome these negative thoughts trying to stop me I became so excited I started shouting out I am in control of my dreams I am in control of my dreams and then I woke up saying out loud I am in control of my dreams so it just that just felt like a really powerful experience and I actually I just felt really like energized all day all this morning I felt really um, excited and what also happened was I had another lucid dream after where I was able to see my dad and that's been one of my main goals for the past few weeks is to see my dad and it's, it's proven to be really hard and scary um, but again last night was the first time I ever did that and and that also really energised me because it just felt like I was making progress. So the lucid dreams, it's one of the most powerful things I think I've ever done. And it's just really fun. when you That moment when you become lucid in a dream, it just, it's, it's one of those things that, like, until you've experienced it, you can't really explain it. But once you have a lucid dream, I feel like it changes everything. And I don't think anyone could have a lucid dream and and not be changed by it. So, to me, lucid dreaming is one of the most important things that I'm doing at the moment. I would almost say it's more important than art. But I definitely recommend listening to that lucid dreaming podcast because it will really inspire you. And I, I believe that um, the reason I had so many lucid dreams last night was because of listening to that podcast. So I'll link to it in the show notes, which you can find at sophielawson.com. And I believe that is it. That is it for this week's podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. You can actually find this podcast on YouTube now as well at youtube.com slash sophielawson. And if you have any questions, comments or ideas for future topics or things you'd like to talk about on the show, you can send me an email at sophie at sophielawson.com or you could also go to the YouTube channel and just leave a comment on one of the podcasts because that might be easier. And I think that is it for this week's show. The only thing left is this week's inspirational quote and it goes to Robin Sharma. And it is, change is hard at first, messy in the middle and gorgeous at the end. Robin Sharma
Why don't you just meet me?